0: Hello and welcome to CM Conversations. I'm today's host, Adam Hargreaves, and my role at CM Life Science is to specialise in recruitment across commercial IVD markets. In this episode of CM Conversations, I talked to Mehran, CEO of Genomtech, a company operating in the field of molecular diagnostics. Also joining us was Magdalena, the marketing partner at Genomtech. In my conversation with Mehran and Magdalena, we discussed the innovative work being done by Genomtech how diagnostics is changing to meet consumer demands, and how Genome tech is standing out in this market. So here it is. I hope you enjoy listening to our discussion. Yeah, it's great to get this podcast underway, and I think just as a starting point, Miran, um, if you can maybe run through the, the background of Genomtech and maybe how it came about, how your company came about, and, and, and how the ideas you had um, are impacting on, on the work you're doing today.
1: Yeah, so, so generally uh, Genome Tech was established in late 2016 by me and my two colleagues from uh, Broadway, uh, from, from universities in Wroclaw. And uh, the beginning uh, of this point of care idea of uh, f- performing genetic testing was based on prior uh, project that um, both Małgorzata uh, and Henry it was based on, on a uh, previous project that, that both Gosia and Henrik um, was, were working on um, a few years ago. Uh, it was uh, intended to create a mobile PCR-based system for checking the quality of water. Uh, and based on the knowledge that they got on this project, they realized that the uh, PCR technology is too complicated to, to uh, run on, on the field. And this was one very important aspect of, of our approach in Genome Tech. Another somehow connected uh, idea was um, related to the um, chief of molecular textings unit, um, Professor Dobos uh, in, uh, at World South Medical University, who um, was willing to develop such a point-of-care system for checking the um, phenotypical um, aspects of suspects uh, at the crime scene. So it, it could enable by PCR amplification to, um, uh, to check what was the gender of such a person, uh, what was the type of the hair, what was the color of the eyes, what was the color of the hair, what race, the, um, uh, the the suspect was, uh, but uh, due to the fact that uh, at that time I was working in clinical hospital laboratory in Wroclaw, uh, when we have an unexpected meeting with early stage investors, I have decided to move from this uh, point of care, um, point of need maybe, um, forensic medicine application to a Application that is uh, more related to uh, to, uh, clinical diagnostics. uh, So, to detect pathogens. And this idea behind the detection of pathogens by genetic tests, middle point of care, uh, was uh, interesting um, according to the early stage VC called Leonardo VC in Poland. And uh, then we um, established a company uh, and started first the um, development processes on our technology. And uh, the idea behind this was, as I said, uh, to focus more on isothermal acid amplification testing uh, because of the um, reduction in the requirements uh, for the control device, for the analyzer, because those technologies are operating in one constant temperature. The DNA slash RNA amplification happens on one constant temperature, you can um, remove uh, various aspects of uh, thermal cycle from the analyzer. So you do not need an efficient cooling mechanism. You do not need an efficient heating mechanism because all you need to do is to uh, heat the sample to one constant temperature, usually much lower than on the real-time PCR, and then wait 15-20 minutes to get the result. And because of uh, the um, very um fast um iterations of uh, uh, electronics in this field we have been also able to um get rid of the ccd cameras for detection which takes a lot of space which also requires a lot of energy and move to um, novel technologies that are um, really really small the, the sensor for detection of the fluorescence right now is approximately three to, to two millimeters uh, so this is much uh, smaller size than CCD camera, which has a couple of centimeters and also requires a distance between the camera and uh, and um, uh, detection chambers. Um, and because of the, the knowledge coming from the PCR-based uh, project, in um, water testing, uh, Henrik uh, knows that um, the typical... Uh, resistive heating mechanism are not great because uh, they usually require a lot of space uh, in the device and also quite complicated reaction guards. So that's why he uh, invented the optical heating mechanism that delivers the energy, the uh, uh, precise uh, amount of energy to different areas of microfluid reaction guard. So In our case you do not need to hit the whole reaction card all you need to do is to hit precisely the reaction chambers or the extraction chamber Um, in that way we can save the energy Uh, we can reduce the energy consumption by the device shrink down the size and also uh, because of the properties of the wavelength that we utilize for heating we can simultaneously detect the temperature also by using infrared sensors. So There is no uh, interference between the heating mechanism and the temperature checking mechanism. So you can do uh, this processes at the same time, simultaneously uh, and without any uh, distraction.
0: Fantastic. Now, Thank you for that. Because I think, um, I guess anybody listening to this from a technical standpoint would be able to pick up on the differentiation between maybe what's in the market right now and, um, and how your kind of technology is different to that, um, or at least competing with, with other things on the market. So, I mean, Magdalena, from, from your point of view, um, I mean, how you've been within Genomtech now for, for quite a few uh, months. So how do you see the market landscape and maybe the value differentiation between um, what GenomeTech offer to what's on the market?
2: Okay, so, so, um, from my perspective, and I'm with uh, Genome Tech for three months now. Um, uh, it's very exciting to to work here because, um, first of all, uh, the group of people uh, working on these inven- inventions is amazingly uh, developed in terms of thinking the way of thinking uh, about the future, the way of resp- uh, being a responsible company uh, in, in the era of uh, pandemic. And I think that being here is really a very, very good uh, experience um, as well also because of the character of the company, which is uh, really hands on, uh, all hands on the deck and, um, and really very dynamic growth. From the perspective of market landscape, when we see the values and possible values of billions of dollars um, um, of the development in the value of the market of the POCT devices itself, uh, it's really very promising, not only for us, but also for the competition. We do have, uh, of course, competitive projects all around the world, mostly in US. Uh, and uh, but, but we still think that our device is really um, competitive and it has a unique technology which uh, will make life easier, first of all, for the patients, and uh, secondly, of course, for all healthcare systems. Uh, from the other side, it's, rev- it's the revolution coming from the fact that uh, these uh, these device will actually uh, influence also the entire diagnostic market. Um, the challenges which we face are quite substantial. So uh, from the marketing per- perspective, uh, it's a very interesting job, um, especially uh, that uh, we do have uh, today three patents and 20 other um uh, applications which uh, which has been submitted to the different uh, regulatory bodies on their way and um uh, the value of the company from the intellectual p- p- property standpoint is really high so i would say that summarizing uh, maybe miran can give some more details on the on the exact numbers because i do not have now the the presentation which uh, uh, at my at my at my site, uh, so I can give you. But I can I can also send you some uh, some some details in terms of the market value. However, we all believe that this revolution will change entire healthcare systems, and Genome Tech ID plays. Uh, we see us uh, as G on, uh, G- Genome Tech ID developers uh, among. The big players uh, on that market.
1: So maybe to, to add a little bit to to what Magda said. Um, generally, we have some distinctive features with Dynamic ID that that position us well uh, within the um, competitors. So um, this direct heating and contactless heating technology enable us to um, to detect uh, not only single pathogen from, from a sample but up to five different targets um, simultaneously during the 15-20 minute time frame from sample to result. And unlike our competitors, we utilize the uh, most sophisticated um, uh, sample concentration methods uh, that also enable us to, um, to lower the limit of detection. And this is very important when you are dealing with the um, testing for bacteria, because the vast majority of cases of viral infections, the viral load in a sample is really high. I'm talking about SARS-CoV-2, I'm talking about um, flu, for example. But when dealing with the bacterial infections, the, the bacterial load in a sample, for example, in a swab, is much lower than with the Um, uh, viral infection. And that way, uh, uh, you need to somehow concentrate the sample during this process or uh, enlarge the volume of the reactions. Uh, When dealing with the larger volume of the reaction, there is always a case of of higher costs associated with this and also longer waiting time in many cases because you need to efficiently heat up a larger volume of a sample. In our case, because we are performing the um, DNA, RNA concentration on the microfluidic reaction card, we are we are able to lower the limit of detection, and also uh, this technology can work quite well uh, with bacterial infection. And this is also something that we are targeting with our panel pa- our panels, so that you can detect uh, detect, for example, um, the, the cause of infection of respiratory tract example or uh, sexually transmitting diseases um, so this also gives much broader information for the um, doctor or for the nurse uh, how to treat the patient further down the road
0: fantastic yeah it's a really good point it's something i was going to come was going to come up from my question inside was i think the market trends right now are kind of moving towards either personalized healthcare or patients taking more control of their health um, for multiple reasons. I think there's certainly a lack of therapeutics or kind of um, where we, we're probably running out of whether that be anti, antibiotics or to treat diseases. Um, and we, we seem to be moving as a market to a, maybe an area where we're, we're providing specific tests for specific diseases, and then doctors or physicians can then treat that individual ailment um i mean will Genome Tech be able to aid that is that the the route you're going down as well
1: yeah so so generally of course we see the the personalized uh treatment personalized medicine very important factor that will generally change the way we are being treated uh in in the coming years so of course our first approach is in the um, pathogen detection sector so that you will be treated with the right drug either antibiotic or antiviral right? drug and you will be treated from the day one from the first um, visit in your doctor's office or in the future uh, this is also something that we keep in mind that maybe uh, such a visit will not be needed because such a test will, can be performed at home and this is also something that that can be done with uh, isothermolucleid and amplification testing. And further down the road, we also see the importance of such genetic testing slash immunogenetics, immuno-oncology um, for the cancer treatment. And for the cancer treatment, cancer detection and also the stratification of the risks associated with, with the cancer. So um, this is why we, we have developed GenomeTec Tumor. This, is, um, this project is currently on a, a earlier stage of development. Uh, but once GenomeTec ID and this platform of, um, based on optical heating uh, will be ready, we will transfer our um, attention to GenomeTec Tumor. And this technology not only enables to detect, for example, mutations, but also can enable to detect specific biomarkers thanks to immuno-oncology. So um, based on genetic testing, you will be able to detect proteins that might be markers for specific disease. And this immunogenetics technology has been known for quite many years, but requires usually PCR-based systems. Uh, And uh, we'd like to change this with the isothermal approach. Uh, so, that it can fit uh, within a small form factor device that will be also um, uh, that, that will have quite low uh, entry point for the healthcare because this is a very important aspect for the centralized detection and the centralized diagnostics. So, uh, you get multiple um, uh, devices spread all over the, the healthcare system in a specific country or or within the, the continent but what you need to envision is the price uh, because generally it is quite uh, easy to buy for example one thermal cycler that will serve I don't know 100,000 patients for example um, but when you need to buy um, I don't know 1,000 uh, analyzers a point-of-care analyzers that it will serve 100 patients uh, a year for example that means that uh, the cost will be much higher and currently we are dealing with such a problem in the point of care sector because the prices of the analyzers in the point of care are much higher than the laboratory based systems and in that case this is really hard for the healthcare sector to embrace this uh, because uh, the overall costs and also the throughout of this point of care systems are much lower so it's still better for them to uh, use uh, laboratory-based um, genetic testing rather than point of care because of the, uh, of the associated costs.
0: Now, great. Um, I think you've given us a, a glimpse into the future as well of, of GenomeTech and um, I think some of the hurdles you're gonna come across, I think it'd be great to um, see where you picture yourself if, if we were to put it into timeframes at the next six to 12 months, um, maybe where you see yourself and kind of envisage your position as a company in the marketplace.
1: So uh, when talking about the plans in, in the next uh, half uh, year or, or 12 months from now, we will definitely focus our uh, attention to genetic uh, testing on genotic ID. Um, for uh, the coming months, we will finalize the industrialization phase uh, of our prototypes that is done in UK, together with our CDMO partners and our UK team. Um, and um, in the beginning of uh, next year, we are going to start clinical performance studies of our first diagnostic panel intended for uh, respiratory tract infections. Um, and the clinical performance that will also happen probably in the UK uh, and also we will add um, a few sites in Poland uh, to this case but we are looking forward to to work in the UK because the data generated can be easily incorporated in the FD520K regulatory approval pathway which is quite important from uh, from a general market point of view because the US market is a single big market that uh, that is quite important for genome tech um, and also uh, due to the uh, more open approach to novel technologies in the UK than, uh, than in Europe and, and especially in Poland.
0: Great. And I think people listening to this uh, podcast or, uh, I mean, why... Why Genomtech if, if you're looking to attract talent to, to your company? And um, I mean, what sets you apart from either a cultural perspective and, and Magdalena might be in a better position than maybe you, Miron, to answer this, um, but it seems a very dynamic, young, um, kind of a hungry company. So, yeah, I mean, why is Genomtech kind of special to be working for right now?
2: I think that most exciting is the purpose. Uh, and the value of knowledge and and brains, which uh, uh, I would say are the part of Genome Tech team. Uh, uh, All these competencies which the team has uh, is really substantial uh, because it it not only comes from the, uh, I would say, academic uh, knowledge, but also um, from the practice. Practical knowledge, and we do have um, quite uh, interesting and uh, experienced team, in, not only in Wrocław, but also in, in UK, uh, where we hire uh, engineers and scientists, uh, which do have already years of experience in the um, in, in building of uh, different types of systems and devices. In different industries as well. So I think uh, summarizing, first point is the value of the team uh, and and uh, the neighborhood. I would say the fact that you can work with such uh, brilliant people. And secondly, the purpose of the company itself. I think that uh, we all should have as employees uh, some higher purpose than only salary. And every time where we do contribute to the improvement or development of uh, different, um, of life, basically, of our lives, uh, uh, not the only in the very little or narrow uh, area, but really this, this uh, invention um, will change life of all of the patients globally, um, it, it, it makes you proud, you know, and it makes you... Uh, being uh, a valuable uh, contributor to such, uh, such work, you know. So I think that these are the most important uh, factors. Um, And of course, uh, the challenges of everyday work where you with limited budgets, limited uh, number of people working with you uh, have to really overcome um, very... Uh, different uh, variety of uh, uh, different challenges is, is very exciting. And it also uh, being, having a nature of the uh, of the startup, of the med tech, uh, it, it's, everything is, is faster. Basically, you are the decision maker uh, and you have a very small team uh, to work with. So it makes the de- decision making process much faster than in the, big corporation i do have a uh, very big experience in big co- global corporations um uh, managing different even the regions so it's 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 really completely different everyday uh, character of work you know everything is faster you you are really influencing the reality of the company everyday and i think that for the people who would like to work with Genome Tech, it's it's quite uh, good uh, argument as well.
0: Sure. Now, thank you. Um, it's a great summary. And Mehran, anything to add to why genome not tackle?
1: So, from my perspective, this was always connected with the healthcare. So, um, my my studies were uh, chosen because you can help the people, truly help the people when they need the help the most. And um, we have some some cases in a few years ago, for example, that. We have been the only company that was able to develop a technology tailored for a specific patient. Uh, I I do remember such a case for a a patient who has a fungal infections, um, but generally the the doctors didn't know what the fungi uh, uh, caused this problem, and they they would like to know that because they can then specifically target this uh, this, um, fungus. Uh, And there was no available rapid testing, Um, The the waiting time for such genetic testing result was approximately 6 to 12 uh, weeks, so this is something that was not possible for a patient that was uh, critically ill. And, uh after a phone call we have uh, decided okay there is uh, we need to do this there is an urgent need and I think it was three or four days um, um, till we were uh, ready with the uh, assay uh, to test the sample so um, we speed up this process the the, the patient was diagnosed and, and and treated according to to this uh, so um, in in my point of view, this is something really important in that you can change the the people's life, um, change the the way they are treated and uh, how they uh, might use this, um, how the healthcare system might use this.
2: Well, I can also add something to that, to what Miran said, because actually I was the patient. Oh, fantastic. (laughs) Yes, I was the patient. I was... Not this patient uh, about whom Miron is talking, but I had in my life a situation where the doctors couldn't uh, put any diagnosis and they were trying to find, for example, uh, Borrelia, so Lyme disease. Uh, And I was tested through function, through different lab methods, which were completely... um, I had to wait like one month, send my blood samples to different cities uh, and they didn't even give me explanation if it's if it's really Lyme disease or not. And honestly speaking, I mean, the, the, this, the, the process itself was so difficult and, um, and, and also very expensive, actually, uh, that uh, at the end of the day, the, the, the doctors didn't put the right di- diagnosis. They, they couldn't have any foundation and and any diagnostic results which make them really clearly say okay you have the Lyme disease or you don't have so uh, now when I was actually working with the team on communication about the patents which we got on the Lyme disease detection method I was thinking listen if I if it was 10 years ago because the situation happened 10 years ago uh, if this was uh, 10 years ago and the device was there, I could come and have it done in 10 minutes or 15 minutes and it would be over. And not to spend seven months of uh, being, you know, uh, among different doctors, different labs and and spending money to, uh, because of course our healthcare system didn't cover those, uh, those diagnostic uh, things. So it was really difficult and uh, and I really feel good, you know, about the fact that I work with Genome Tech and I can really help people who may be in the same situation uh, in which I was.
0: Yeah, I think it's a great, good, very really good way to to summarize um, the content we have here. To be completely honest, I don't think we've missed anything. We've gone through um, the journey, the potential, the kind of the applications it could go down in the future. Um, also the timescales and why genomtech moving forward. So um, I mean, unless you guys think there's anything to add here, um, I, I think we've got more or enough content here. And um thanks so much for for both of you taking time. Um, I know it's your afternoon now, so thanks for that. So that was my CM Conversations with Mary and Magdalena from Genomtech. I'd like to thank them both for their time and insight, and I'll be looking forward to seeing how Genomtech progress in the IBD market. If you'd like to listen, read, or watch any more of my commercial IBD-related content, go to searchinglifescience.com. And for more podcasts like this about the market chat and research, please subscribe to CM Conversations. Thank you for listening. I've been your host, Adam hargreaves Bye for now.